Ben, je older than 18, ne? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man and funken. That's apparently Belgian for are you over 18? And it has both of our names in it. How bizarre. Why am I talking Belgian to you? Because we are about to drink some Belgique beverages. Yeah. I didn't know that the Belgians shared the word yeah with the Germans, but they do. Yeah. I really like the, the Belgian language. It's just... It's pleasant to look at. Is it Flemish? Is it? Oh, so I don't know. Is it? I'm I asking this, you. Isn't th- there more than one? Isn't there more than one language there is, th- spoken in Belgique? I think they speak Flemish and French. From my days of touring round the battlefields, you've been. You know that. You've been there. You've got a cold. You might speak Flemish <sighs> French. Your pants is why I'm here. It's, Indeed, it keeps me coming back for more. In our friendship and the podcast. Good times. Good times. Great songs. I'm sure we've said that before. Welcome to Ale Tales, a podcast that we do whenever we can be bothered about craft beer, real ales, with just, as you've seen, a scintilla of irreverent banter. Hello. This is episode two of season three, and we are... Ben just tried to do a number three and... Did four instead. I thought we were on four. We are here just to share with you our thoughts on uh, the Hacht. We should have really learned how to pronounce it. But let's go with Hacht. Hacht. H-A-A-C-H-T. <laughs> we had to think about that then. We just did one H and then you just blew yeah. your mind that there was another. <laughs> so Hatchbury are the biggest Belgian you brewery you've never heard of. You just pronounced it differently. You just it Let's actually look it up. You just talk some nonsense. Okay, I shall. Yes, so we have got our mitts on a wonderful box from the beautiful people at Hatch. Again, that's another different pronunciation just because. And this box I've just opened is full of nice shredded paper and four lovely looking bottles of beer. Hatched. 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 Let's go for hatched. Okay, let's do that. Um, so yeah, Hatched have just launched their beers in the UK. Um, it's been a true Belgian family-run brewery for about 120 years, Daniel. Yeah, I'm reading exactly the same thing on the website. So we're invited to immerse ourselves in the olden days and discover how we're taking, how they're taking on the future. We are also taking on the future here at Aletales. Absolutely, one pint at a time. Exactly. Um, so yeah, they are now on Beer 52 as well, so they're mm. very accessible for our listeners as well. Um, and yeah, you can follow them at Hatch UK on Twitter. And we have four of their beers to try this evening. Very, very kind of them. Uh, Absolutely. Getting in touch with us and, and offering us these these beers and hopefully they'll be wonderful i have no doubt i mean belgian beers generally something you like to solid tinkle with yeah yeah, yeah they usually got quite um rich depth mm. and they're usually quite heavy mm. in an enjoyable way mm. um so yeah i'm intrigued as to whether they hold up to the traditional belgian style that i would say my palate is used to or whether it's more of a modern Twitch. Just judging a book by its cover, I would mm. say two of them look more traditional and two of them look like a more modern Belgian craft 
beery take on it. So let's I see. Agree. Uh, final question before we uh, start on on the beers. Would you like a pair of flip flops from the brewery? Um, I can sure. order a couple of pairs now. Go for it, man. Yeah, excellent. Good. Yeah, I'll, I'll order two pairs. Um, you can also order a a, a biking jersey. Classic. As well, if you retire. Yeah, fantastic. A gadget. I don't know what a gadget is. You can order a uh, a lorry. <laughs> what is that gadget? An alu plate. Oh, you can get a plate, an aluminium plate, a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Well, they've got everything. Branded, ashtray. Branded ashtray. Yeah. There you go. If you like cards. your hatch, just check them out. Indeed. On their shop. Yeah, boy. More than beer. Let's let's crack on. Actually, before we do that, should we just should we start off with a, well, a bit of a got a little cheeky backgrounder going on, haven't yeah. we? Yeah. Start off with a, a wild card. As always, I've gone everywhere with it. Uh, so I'm continuing with my Northern Monk love affair and getting the monthly box and I thought we'd for some reason stupidly at the start of the evening <laughs> nice start gentle off one here with a Shaun of the Death Strawberry Cornetto Imperial Stout which comes in at a hefty 11% oh dear so let's just uh, have a sprinkle of this and see how it goes down the gullet it smells sweet. Oh man, that looks dense. It's got it's got a, a rose Ooh. tint to it. Yeah. Get a whiff of that. I'm whiffing away. Yeah. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Massive amounts of strawberries and chocolate for me. Bit of coffee. Vanilla. Mm-hmm. Pull, pulls, pulls my cheeks in both sets. Oh, that's lovely. Mm. Yeah. I really like that. Well, we will continue with that and return to you with the first of our hatched. Is that how we decided? Yes. Beers momentarily. And we're back. And we thought we would go from the <laughs> absolute madness that was the imperial stout cornetto the cornetto <laughs> um, into a brown ale because it's got some of the same sort of flavours yes our first hacked of the night hacked back in the hacked yes stole your line hacked back <laughs> no that don't work no. uh, tongelo is, is what this tonglo brown to you. tonglo brown yeah. Is its full name. Would, <laughs> would you like to tell me something about it? I would, I'd love to. As you can tell, it was on the tip of my tongue. It's Excited. a 6.5% beverage. This one, a bottled conditioned Belgian Abbey Brown beer with a brown coloured. It's brown in colour <laughs> with a creamy, with a creamy white head. <laughs> so the Tongalo Brown has a bouquet of floral, fruity, and spiciness. Mm. Getting it's, that. It's what? I'm getting that. Good. Sorry to interrupt you. The flavour profile is described as being initially sweet in aroma, followed by sweet notes of vanilla and banana. Are you feeling that? I don't get banana. No. Expect, expect a burnt bitter aftertaste with hints of chocolate. Yeah. So this is in the Trappist style. I'm doing air quotes. 
You are, isn't it? So the ab- the Abbey beer is is a Trappist style. Yeah, and I, I do like it, and I think it's. I'm getting banana. Oh well, you always do. Get I'm getting banana and vanilla. I give it that. And to get chocolate. I do think your palate sure is maybe slightly more advanced than mine, which hurts me to say that. But uh, I'm very sophisticated, mm-hmm. as you can tell from my musings on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting because it lures you in if if you take a big sniff of the bouquet on the entry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, get, get a real it. Get past sweet, sweet chocolate banana hit. Right for me, but you don't get it on but, the flavor. But I think the flavor profile is a bit more um, traditional beer profile, like more malty. You mean? Yeah, yeah. But there's a carbonation to it as well. There, um, there is, and the sweet sweetness sort of fades away slightly when you take a slurp. A what? A slurp. A slurp. I yeah, I get a the burnt is like a burnt caramel, like a, I'm getting a. It's it's a good drink for this time of year because it's post bonfire night with that kind of toffee apple idea, mm. and then it's got some Give spicy Christmas, you know, mulled wine almost elements to it, like a bit of a spice spat gone. You no, just no, be, I'm agreeing with every every word you're saying, which is no no. It's, there's no but here. I think that this is a sort of beer where you could drink multiple bottles you could you could sit and have these for a good part of the evening i would agree compared to the last beer which was obviously a wildcard beer but it was it's a novelty whereas this it's it's almost suggestive of a novelty beer in that it's saying it's got you know notes of banana in there and so you think that's a little bit of a yeah, a novel, a novel beer going on, but actually, it's perfectly palatable and it's more sessiony than perhaps the flavour notes suggest. That really surprised me. I'm going to sound like one of those travelling douches, you know, but that really surprised me when I was in Belgium, when I was in Bruges, Brugge, and I could get through Bruges. I think it's pronounced whatever six or seven beers, and yes, they're not pints, but six or seven beers a night. And they were yeah six and a half to eight odd percent, and you you don't expect to be able to get through many of them. But no. I was thrown them back mm. like no man's business. Mm. So yeah, they are they're em- eminently drinkable. I would say. Would you say that's a classically Belgian beer? Yeah, I think so. As I say, I think it, it, it fits into that kind of that Abbey um, Trappist kind of yeah effort. Very. Um, yeah, very old school kind of flavours. I think it's accessible though, isn't it? If you're oh, not definitely. a massive Belgian beer fan, actually, it's quite a nice little segue yeah. in before you it's something like a, a Duval that's maybe a little bit more hefty on the richness yeah, scale. I, I, I find some some Belgian beers do just overpower yeah. with with their flavours, but this is this is very drinkable and yeah. as you say, accessible is a, is a good word for it. Should we move on to the second of the hacked? I believe we should. Shall I tell you some more? Yes, please do. So number two is the Super 8 Flandrian, which I hope I've pronounced correctly. It's a 6.4% beer. A spicy teen leader is how it's described. Um, Its appearance is it's blonde in colour with a proper Belgian head. 
It's got a, a it's bouquet. It's described as having hints of vanilla and wood. Quite open to interpretation there. God, wood. Uh, indeed. Um, flavor profile full of character and flavored with hops. Okay. Uh, coriander. Very specific. <clears throat> very, I, I love a coriander uh, flavored beer, by the way, so I'm very excited about this. Um, but also um, flavorings of oak and vanilla. Vanilla again. Easy to drink for the go getters. I am a go getter. Are you? Yes. Are you sure? I was, yeah. That jump trying doesn't to... say go get it to me. This is a heavy grey knit <laughs> weave. Exactly, yeah. did, There's nothing more go getter than that. My <laughs> friends at Gap. It's lovely. It's yeah. absolutely lovely. Right. Super 8, man. Isn't what? Super 8 a film? It is title? a film. It's a Steven Spielberg film. Mate, you've opened the wrong Super 8. There's no, two I haven't. Super 8s. Yeah, it's the IPA. Oh, you absolute oh. doofus. Right. Uh, what do you <laughs> Flandrian. Let me get that one. That's the fine. one with the rainbow coloured label. Honestly, he is a spicy team leader, this one. I'm a what? Spicy team leader. That doesn't make any sense. Well, that's the description of this beer. Oh, so okay. you contest that at your own mercy, Daniel. So this looks a bit more modern doesn't mm. it like they've gone for yeah the beer label's a lot more modern a bit of uh, yeah a bit of design in there they clearly paid somebody to to design this probably a couple of years ago uh, yeah and I think it, it looks and smells like a beer that's a good start <laughs> <laughs> you are a silly sod aren't you here you go. It's Cheers. Sorry. Cheers. Here's to us. Indeed. I won't and Hatch, thank you very much for the beers again, mm. so. Let's try this spicy team leader. Mm. Do you know what? That's fantastic. I really do miss the Belgian style. We don't have enough of it here. You're looking very dubious. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just, You're just taking intrigued it, just to how you're explaining this one away. Go on. Just it isn't utilized, you know. I feel like every beer I buy from a craft beer brewery is either an IPA or a double IPA or a triple IPA or a double dry hopped IPA, or they go down the <clears throat> Bock or Pilsner kind of route. I don't feel like there's been any modern take on a Belgian style beer. And this, I really do like. I agree. And I would say what I like, having just had a sip of that one and the previous experience, uh, is that there's a depth of flavour that hits you first that is more like a traditional Belgian beer in that it's like there's a treacliness or just yeah. a dark depth to it that strikes you first. And then the sort of subtleness of the extra flavors come through as described, yeah. to be fair. I think the description is pretty spot on so far. Um, but it doesn't overwhelm the palate. Whereas I think sometimes I've drunk a lot of British craft beer where they've gone for it on the branding and big bulk flavors. And then it hits you around the chops with all those things. And it's, to be honest, I get a bit of fatigue from drinking those beers. Yeah. 
I like I'm a bit of subtlety, which is what takes me back to traditional beers time and time again. Yeah. And for me, this is it's tradition meets modern, and I like I like that. Yeah. And I think percentage wise as well, I am especially on a weeknight, and it sounds bad because I have a beer most weeknights, but when I get home and all I've got in the fridge are eight percent beers. Mm. I'm like, come mm. on, give you're gonna have else. one of those, yeah. aren't you? And this is only six point four, <clears throat> but at least that's yeah, and it, it's still it's a, a decent amount. liter bottle, which is a nice size. I definitely, I'd be well on board with this. Mm. I think I'm gonna have to go to uh, House of Trembles and get myself some more Belgian style beers. Yeah, it's I. I don't know about you, Dan, but in my experience of trying beer like I got into beer and then you know I tried the English stuff and then actually straight after that was the Belgian stuff because that is what they were selling in the the craft beer pubs back then when yeah. we were at uni that was the next thing to go to since then we've had this absolute explosion of craft beer and you can go down all sorts of rabbit holes with different flavours and sours and blah, blah 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 fruity beers and all that sort of stuff made here but actually um, there's still a place I think for that for the Belgian beer because it, it's never I don't think it's ever been replicated by what we're doing here no probably because we know we can't be competed with because it is it, you know it's a brewing history that yeah, goes back potentially a long time tell you what this is making me want to do an Ale Tales on tour Bruges I think we need to go to Bruges hell yeah I think we need to I mean hopefully without all the drama in the film <laughs> that occurs but <laughs> Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's a wonderful place and there's there's fantastic beers to be had and it's just, yeah. I'd love to do, yeah, boys tour. Yeah. Bruges. Wunderbar. Yeah. That's not uh, Flemish, so sorry. But. <laughs> which is, um, uh, yeah, we don't usually have a commentary running through as to which is our favourite so far, but I'm going to do that tonight anyway. Ooh, yeah. Which is pipping you so far out the fleece, the Tungalo Brown and the Super 8 Flandrian. I think the Super 8 Flandrian, just yeah. because a, a brown ale generally. I think this, the stout, I mean, what stupid idiots we were to start with an 11% right. stout. Bonkers. Absolute mental behaviour. But the brown was very, very tasty, but I was kind of done with that sweetness. And this does have an element, the, the Super 8 Flandrian has an element of sweetness, but... It also has uh, an edge to it as well, which isn't just that kind of, yeah, chocolatey, you know, element. For me, the Tungalo is just edging it. Mm. And it actually contradicts okay. what I've already said. And that I love a beer with coriander in it. Right. If I'm honest, as much as I like this beer, I think the coriander is slightly out of place. And I do prefer... Can you even taste it? <laughs> no. Can you not? <laughs> I do get a hit. But I, I, and it's probably based on what I've enjoyed right. previously that is creating a bias, but I prefer coriander in a blonde beer, mm. a lighter beer. Okay. And this is a blonde beer, but it's a Belgian blonde beer, yeah. which is a different kettle of fish. Yeah. And it has a heft, heft to it that. But I would like that in a blonde pale ale. I get what you mean, yeah. Um, whereas I, f- I thought the vanilla, banana, and chocolate of the first. Beer the Tungalo worked beautifully, flawlessly. Yeah, yeah. No, I would agree. But to be honest, as we've <clears throat> discussed before, I don't really like coriander at all, <laughs> and I can't get that. 
Fair enough. You just yeah, you, your palette is just incredible. Hidden depths. Yeah, you have many hidden depths. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's me. That's what I'm preferring at the minute. But maybe that's just because I'm. I've ne- yeah, I've never really been a, a brown or stouty type person, have I? No. Do you want me to build beer free? You bill away, sir. I mean, I've already got it out of the fridge. Uh, no, but that's, <laughs> no, you've pulled out the last beer. It's great. It heightens the pace of the episode. <laughs> yeah. So next up is Primus, <clears throat> which is a 5.2%. So it's our smallest beer on ABV terms tonight. I presume you want me to run to the fridge. If you want mind, <laughs> I'm kind of busy. <laughs> its uh, description is headstrong by nature. I'm not entirely sure what that translates to in a beer, but there you go. Uh, we shall soon find out. Appearance, clear, light, blonde in colour with a fine head. Wonderful. <laughs> its bouquet is delicate, hoppy aromas. Its flavour starts off slightly sweet with a touch of bitterness. Then comes the dry and first slacking aftertaste. Slacking? Do we, is, is it slaking? Slacking? First slacking is how I'm reading it. First slaking, slacking, slaking, slaking right. maybe. So first slaking means to get rid of your thirst, doesn't it? Is what we decided as we were reading that. Sure. Cool. That's fine. So it's <laughs> so it's thirst quenching, really. I think we would say, wouldn't we? Yeah. I think yeah. That's that's a very old old English word. So thirst quenching. Let's hope. Hit me. Because, well, Belgium, that's, that is a thing, is that Belgian beers aren't particularly thirst-quenching, are they? Agreed. So even though I said I had six, seven beers when I was in Bruges, I wasn't quenched at any stage. It's not like you have, you know, some IPAs or even a, a lager. Not that I really drink lagers much anymore. But You weren't Judy quenched. I was never Dame Judy quenched at any stage. Uh, yeah, because it's, I don't know, it kind of... Almost dries you out a bit, doesn't it? But well, they're just more heftier, aren't they? Mm. That you don't you don't turn to a Belgian beer for a first quencher in the sunshine. It's not. it's not like a toss up between a Duvel and a cider in summer, is it? Um, no, <laughs> yeah. not unless, unless you're a sociopath. You yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure we've had friends like that in the past. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's uh, thirty degrees. I'll just have a Duvel. That's fine. I actually met a um, Belgian. I mean, I've, I've met many, many a Belgian. Good in my travels, my many travels. <laughs> I'm, I'm being that travel douche again. Yeah, you are. And one of whom, I think You're it was, we're not playing it was in Cambodia. Right? I'm just dropping countries uh, in. Uh, was like I, I was talking about having a a what do you call it? A du- duvel. Duvel. Du yeah. Du- du- duvel. Yeah, but so I think I was saying Duvel. <laughs> Jesus! So excuse me. <laughs> that is scary, man. Curry and beer. Christ. Stop it! <laughs> I was saying. <laughs> Please go on. I was saying du Duvel, and he was like, "It's Duvel. Get it right." And I know I sound like Arnie, and he's Austrian. But... <laughs> That's basically what he's saying. So, as Ben goes and uh, sneezes his brains out of his nose, um, I'm going to have a little snifter of this, the Primus Hacked. 
I think this is like their flagship beer. So I would be interested to see what their flagship's like. Mmm. Oh, okay. It's more, to be honest, it's more kind of lager. It's definitely, it is very light. It's, uh, it doesn't have that expected Belgian heft to it. Um, yeah, it's, it, I mean, I would also agree it's more thirst quenching than a standard Belgian beer, but for it to be a flagship and it's like... Where you got flagship from? Well, I, I mean, it's it's Primus. It, it, it feels like that's kind of their logo. Ben's just ran in to say that and then ran off again. You're back. I'm back. Excellent. Back Good. Uh, well, look at look at the, the logo. It's, it's It looks like that is... Their, I reckon this was their first beer. It's a lager. It is a lager. There you go. It literally says premium lager at the bottom. So, I don't know. Oh, go away, sneezy boy. Let's hit the primers. Mm. So, I would say that is a decent <clears throat> lager. But it took me by surprise because I wasn't expecting that. No, I, I, sh- don't, I don't expect to be like that from Belgium. I, sh- I should have read the bottle more carefully, but it didn't say that on our yeah. tasting card, did it? No, it's a really crisp sort of mm. classic lager, isn't yeah. it? But it's got like a depth of flavour to it um, that, that stays with you. A lot of, you know, basic lager has got a flavour profile of two out of ten whereas this has got something that that stays around and uh, actually tastes something it's really nice well I like it I literally just looked up Belgian lager like an idiot and guess what comes up duh Stella Mm. yeah so of course they make uh, of course they make lagers in Belgium but you don't necessarily think I I go down the bottle of down the bottle down the you do go down the bottle yes down the journey of the small stubby bottles with some deep and treacly yeah but this is this is a good lager yeah that's really say. nice lager yeah could drink that all night and it's again as we've both said many times before it's not something that we particularly get involved in I've been drawn more to yeah, a craft lager in yeah. recent times I must Fair say mm. yeah but you can tell a crap one from a good one straight away absolutely and that's nice yeah boy Prime is swinging it for you, yeah? Is uh, suppling any of the previous two? Nah, still th- the Flandrian, as I say, brought me back to Bruges. I was there. I was. <laughs> I just. Oh, there is something about that kind of. It's interesting. We see this very differently. Mm. So for me, this is right up there with the Tunglo in that right. it delivers exactly what it sort of promises for me. It's a very bold, clear. This is what you're going to get. This is a lager. Mm, I like it. But... Is it different enough? That would be my only question from... But that's the challenge with lager, is making it different. Yeah, it is. Because what else can you do? But it's a very good lager. Yeah, it is. It is. But the Flandrian is the only one so far that we've had that is a Belgian beer, in my mind. Interesting. I don't know. The the Tongalo was a Abbey beer, a, a Trappist, which, yes, is... Belgian in style, but when I think Belgian beer, I think the the Flandrian. Okay. I well, think I think the IPA is going to be like a Belgian take on an IPA, but still not 
classically Belgian. Exactly right. Well, so. your mind seems made up already. Let's see what uh, the Super 8 IPA has in store next. Let's. Romelu Lukaku. <laughs> It is the final part of the show. Oh no! I know. Oh, this is the Super Eight IPA that's been poured Super into your lug holes. Brewed by Steven Spielberg himself. Okay. Well, I think it was actually J.J. Abrams, not even Steven mm, Spielberg. I think you're right. <laughs> so I'm talking lots of rubbish. Daniel, who's your fa- favourite Belgian of all time? Oh, you are challenging me now, sir. Um, I mean, the only person that comes to mind is Eden Hazard because li- oh, literally well, he, he said, played for a rival of your team. Yeah, but he was a very good player, um, and you told me to think of a Belgian footballer, so that's all I can think about. Uh, yeah, my favourite Belgian. Oh, but you clearly asked a loaded question there, didn't you? Sat- you little Saturday night. And I like the way you move. <laughs> Divokery. Can you name Divokery? You just. It's not even like you're winning anything anymore. Divokery. Just, just let it go, man. Are, are there any actual celebrities that you like that are Belgian? Do you know any? Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Is he? I don't know. Is he Dutch? That, that would really offend any Belgian if he is in fact Dutch. Yeah, but I don't think we have many Belgian listeners. Must be a national hero. Yes. So, without um, wishing to, he's let... Belgian. Hey! Jean Claude Van Damme. Fantastic. Belgian. Um, I'm even going to look up best Belgians ever in a minute. Once I've actually talked about the beer, you'll only see you know Divock at the read, top of the list. You've read every single beer, so I'm gonna, hit me. I'm going to read this to you. With, Super Eight IPA without what you giggling got? like you do. Me with my reputation. So the Super Eight IPA, six percent ABV, Whew. is an exquisitely balanced Belgian take on an IPA. Exquisite. Nice appearance: amber with a fine bubbled head. Funny. Okay. Um, <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, spicy aroma of hops. Well, there you go. Just <laughs> hops, that's it. Uh, Flavour, a typical level of bitterness with notes of citrus and grapefruit. Oh, I'm excited. I love any any beer description with citrus Stop in. eating the microphone. <laughs> you strange boy. This might be the divoc of the evening. Oh, you're a divoc. The creme de la divoc. I would say that all, like half of our <clears throat> listeners, so two of them, mm. will not know who Divock Arivi is. I'm certain they will. There will soon be statues that people can walk around to Saint Divock. Um, no. That Clencher is untrue. The 2019 Champions League final against Tottenham yeah. Hotspurs. Do you know how many Tottenham Hotspurs? Mm. That's not what mm. it's not on mm. the card. It's relevant. Right. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Um, you know how we used to be friends? Uh-huh. That's over. Oh. It's over now. Still got Because Divock. that 
shocking night of crap football oh. you keep bringing back keep bringing it up and I'm just I'm done I'm sick of it so podcast dead oh, friendship times. gone mm. yeah mm. what have you won since just it, Premier League it's a big small matter of the Premier League uh, it's a big oh, and it's hard on the Super Cup oh and the um, World Club Championship uh, but other than that nothing really it's a beer podcast yeah so what do you make of the Super 8 IPA (laughs) (laughs) you strange Tottenham sporting and Hazard lover now mate I currently would place this bottom on my bottom because I can see what they're trying to do it doesn't quite mesh a Rooney for me. It, it, it it's Belgian and it's also a modern-y, crafty IPA. But it <clears throat> it's know. a Belgian IPA. Yes, is what I would say. Maybe if I had four bottles, I'd feel better about it. I suspect you would. It's not. It's not classically an IPA as we know it, yeah. but it is. A Belgian IPA, and I can get on board with that. I think they're, they're being authentic to who they are with all these beers, I would say, and that that will be my enduring take from hacked beers. Yeah, oh, I would say that they are a, a traditional brewery that is clearly trying to do some other stuff. And for me, as I say, the Fland- Flandrian was fantastic. The IPA doesn't quite hit the spot as Interesting. yet. I think that you've got to be careful with the balance of flavours, haven't you? Yeah, with totally. The the malty base, which is what a lot of Belgian beers rely upon, and the hop bitterness and the hop flavours in there, and it doesn't quite hit home with the hops. That's a new catchphrase for us. Good. Um, <laughs> do you not want to? Do you not want to use it? No. Okay, that's fine. Um, I like it a lot. Whoa! I like it a lot. I like it. Can you taste bananas or coriander? Or no, like and that's what's great. It persimmon. tastes of a citru- <laughs> citrus IPA on the head. Fine. Okay. But it's got that notable Belgian style throughout right. it as well. Right. So for me. It's an authentic Belgian you know IPA, this is and the, I like that. This is the fantastic thing about drinking beers, is that it's subjective, isn't mm, it? Hugely. And one man's, like, absolute belter is another man's, like, well, I'm not a big fan of this. And for me, I, as I say, maybe if I drank four bottles, I'd be like, ooh, yeah. But right now, I'm like, oh, no. It's not, it's not my favourite. That's not to say that I don't think it's well put together. I think that maybe just it verges more towards the multi, multi Belgianness and doesn't have enough of the. It's a beautiful colour, by the way, as well. Oh, it it's is. a really like clear, it, crisp it, orange. Yeah, but again, it's got that orange rather than it. It, it more kind of heads towards a a malt based ale in an English sense. But I get you. I get you. I can see. I can see where they're headed. I can For me, see it's headed. got the best of Divock, the Belgian, <sighs> and the best oh of Jean Claude Van Damme is somebody to channel. Yeah, he's Divock Origi is not. So my Divock award for the greatest beer tonight, 
I am gonna have to, to be honest. Oh, we've got to start reverse order, haven't we? Really, we're doing that, aren't we? We're gonna go reverse. You do whatever you want, bud. Okay, so it's your, it's your podcast. This is gonna appall you, but I'm actually gonna rank number four, not because it's a bad beer. It's just personally my least favorite is the Super Eight Flandrian. Yeah. What's your number four? My number four would be this, the IPA Super 8. Okay, for reasons you just discussed. For me, number three comes in as the... It's difficult, actually. I'm tossing between two. Don't toss. Both of which good beers for me, but I'm just going to put the Super 8 IPA in number three. Um, Yeah, for reasons just as good at just discussed I enjoyed it Daniel I'm gonna go with the lager I'm gonna go with the primus okay for number three Uh, just simply because it's a lager it's a well put together lager but it's not my favourite style of beverage and you runner up the Vertonghen of the evening (laughs) well Champions League 2019 mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm See, uh, see what I, I did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I realised uh, after I said Eden Hazard that I'm an absolute crap Spurs fan because obviously there are many good Spurs players and I've got them up on my phone, but really? I, could, I could literally name them for you. Toby Alderweireld, uh, yeah. Nasser Chadley, Jan Vertonghen, yeah, Steve Malbronk. And he was French, wasn't he? No, he's Belgian apparently. Yeah. And uh, Moustem Ballet, of course, as well. Ah, no, he's a good player. So... I really should have said any of those, and I feel dis- disgraced. Moussa Dembele is like minus pace, but just sheer silk. It just he's like nobody the, could take the ball off him. Yeah. Nobody ever took the ball off him in it's his like career. The galaxy chocolate of football. Yeah, smooth, smooth. I'm going. What my number two? Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's a my runner-up medal. Do you want my Vitongan? Is, is that no? I want to say mine because I. <laughs> I thought you'd done that. No, I haven't. Okay. Tongolo Brown. Hold on. Vitong- what's that leave you? Vitongolo Brown. It leaves me the Super Eight Flandry and you ding dong. Oh uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> so I've told you both of mine now. Yeah, decent. Yeah, no, fair enough. For very good reasons, as you've explained. For me, number two, Primus. I really was torn between that and the Super Eight IPA. Um, but for me, the clear winner is the Tunglo Brown because it was just so distinctive. It delivered exactly as per description. Um, and I felt it had everything I looked for in a Belgian beer. It had it was packed full of tradition. It tried to do something a bit modern, but it didn't overstate it. Um, lovely beer. And I, surprisingly, for a beer with vanilla and banana in the description and chocolate, I could probably drink that all night so yeah. for me the tungalo brown sweet boy it's my divoc <laughs> uh, do you know i've really enjoyed tonight and tonight's Most episode yeah but i just i think if you keep being a liverpool supporter i probably can't be a friend anymore i think it's simple as that simple as that saturday night and i like the way you move <laughs> saturday nights all right for parties. <laughs> Is that Elton John? What do we used to sing? 
So this beverage weighs in at 6.5%. It's a bottle conditioned Belgian Abbey Brown beer. Um, it's brown coloured with a creamy white head. Go on. Go on, you silly sod. Just read the information. What's the matter with you? It offers a bouquet that's floral fruit. You've just gone silly, haven't you?
And we're back. We are going to transition mm. from the bestial Imperial Stout into the Tongalo Brun. Yes, the first hacked of the night. Hacked. Yes, we did look it up and we're pretty certain it is hacked. So this beverage weighs in at 6.5%. It's a bottle conditioned Belgian Abbey Brown beer. Um, it's brown coloured with a creamy white head. Go on. Go on, you silly sod. Just read the information. What's the matter with you? It offers a bouquet that's floral future. You've just gone silly, haven't you? Right. A bouquet that's floral fruity. You've and spicy lost the plot right can you get all of that is that mm. the bouquet Have that's the, the bouquet do you want the flavour I'll read the flavour okay you, you can't be trusted the initial sweet oh, should we get the bouquet first and then I'll read what you should be expecting from the flavour okay do you get oh I do get a floral actually I get banana do you mm. Mm. I, I get a bit of spice it's like bananas trodden in Trodden. 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 I just mm. went straight in and started drinking, actually. That's my... That's cheating. Cheating. I'm a cheater. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. Sure. Oh, my God. What's the matter with you? Jesus <laughs> 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 I think we need to stop. What is wrong with us? 